Hey all, Trevor here with Red and Leaf, and today I'm excited to bring you this podcast with Mark Corgan, the president and founder of Distinct Cannabis. These guys are based out of Calgary, Alberta, and we had a really good time talking about a little bit of the inform- informative articles that they are putting out for us to have access to as consumers and bud tenders, as well as some of the new products that they have coming down the line. I really enjoyed this conversation, and I think you guys will as well. Cheers. Well, let's let's dive in. Let's go for it. Okay, perfect. So um, just kind of the overview of that article, you broke down um, the just the fact that it is quite difficult to get the new SKUs out on the market. And being that you guys are based out of Alberta, I obviously you would like to stay within your home province and get that support there. So let's just go into how difficult um, being introduced to the Alberta market is to start with. And then we can go into like getting unique SKUs from there. Sure, sure. And and to start with, like, obviously, Alberta is where we live. We're in Calgary, downtown Calgary. Uh, This is our number one province. It's it's our home, right? So that's a non, that's not even a non uh, conversation piece. Uh, But, but uh, it's a process, right? And if you don't have a license sales amendment, you have to go through a distributor. So that's, it's kind of, you're at their beck and call and to get information and you know pricing and it's really under their banner with their sales amendment there's license so they kind of drive the bus right so um the timelines don't match up alberta's moved to a three-month period where they take new new SKUs for categories like uh in april it's dried flower right so and what if you don't have your submission in for april of eighth um you'll miss it for the next three months Right. So which is already a crazy timeline. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? That is that. Well, it's it's almost forcing people to either cut that last kind of corner to get the product available because they know that they're not going to be able to. Okay, well, we'll just take the month and bring it out because it's one thing I'm hearing is with Ontario. It's a monthly kind of re up versus Alberta with their three month cycle uh, yeah no ocs has moved to three months as well are they three months as well yeah wow okay. yeah yeah so and then once you get an, a, a p you know po and you have sell through then you're going to get po's on a regular basis okay. but if you don't get a listing like we didn't get a listing last time for our solventless stuff and ocs and so we're waiting again to get into the next one that was two months ago oh right so we had solventless stuff sitting on the shelves that we want to get to market. Yeah, I was just going to say, you you have to have product ready to be shipped when you're bringing it to yeah. them, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which has to go through, for us, currently a distributor um, who oh. have to put the excise stamp on it. So there's a week to ship and take inventory, get it in the schedule, um, package it, um, and then time delivery time for to get that product into the OCS. Right. Yeah. So and then, because then again, uh, like AGLC, OCS and how they work um, is they take it on a certain day. They give you a timeline. And if you miss your timeline, it's you're missed another week. Right. Like, you know, it's it's uh, it's a wild system, but I wish it happened as fast as everybody wants it. Right. Oh, exactly. It, it would be it'd be nice to be able to just see the like, OK, if you're if you're already a part of the market. You're already approved as a distributor, grower, 
If you're yep. bringing a different option, there should be a little bit of a more streamlined opportunity for you guys to bring new products out there where it's absolutely because if yeah. you're already approved in the system and you're bringing products to a new product, isn't really going to change how you're doing things. It's a new product. Yeah. Yeah. And I think once you got your sales amendment and you're in the system, you've been onboarded, it's a slicker system, but you know, for the newbies going through and then you have to do it for each province on top of it. Oh, Right. And each province so, has different sales say, systems. So, yeah. And at different excise stamp prices. Uh, so, you know, it's really a minefield moving through it. Yeah. It, they, 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 Canadian government wanted to make it a more streamlined process, but it's still just as wild as it is down in the States. It's just regulation based um, kind of shenanigans up here versus just the Wild West down there. Sure. You know, everyone's got their own set of problems. You know, they're an island. Every state is its own country, right? Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Federally, they're stuck. But, um, you know, ours is just one step after another of, of, of going through these onboarding processes yeah. and security clearances, which is, you know, I'm not, it's not a complaint. It's just the, uh, what, how the system works. And that's what yeah. I want to get out there and get people understand how long things take to get to, to market. And, you know, my next article, I want to talk about package times versus harvest time date, right? You know, what's required is package date. But it's very could be very different than harvest date. Well, exactly. It could be sitting in trim bins for a little while before it gets put into a bag. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy when you think about it. Um, and knowing what I know, and and I think what the consumer would want to know, you know, you know what's important to them when they're buying cannabis and asking those correct questions because sometimes you assume things, but you your assumptions are wrong. Oh, exactly, and. Well, and especially with like just the first three years, a lot of that came with, well, what's the genetic cross on this? And people assuming what it is based off the name. It's like, you're yeah. not even going to be close with 90% of these because half of the companies changed the name. So it's their, their unique yeah. branding on it. And they don't tell us what the strain is until later on down the line, which I will say has gotten a lot better. And the fact that a lot of the companies are now just giving us straight strain names is awesome. It's what it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you hope it, yeah, you hope it is because you can as well within the rules uh, in health Canada, change the name. Like if you want a different name, sure. Like <laughs> they don't have any problem with that. Um, but just then show the lineage. Exactly. Right? right. Go back and say, Oh, this is what it's from. And even get to the point where the male was, you know, Jack hair and the female was, you know, Afghani Kush. Oh, and when you get to that point, there's going to be people who appreciate that level of, of uh knowledge that comes from the package and then there's going to be people who look at it and go huh that's cool but yeah yeah that's okay too exactly it's if it gets somebody to go well i wonder what the difference is going to be well i wonder yeah. why they put that on there if they start learning about the plant that way that's a win for anybody yeah absolutely and to me like you don't even know the questions to ask sometimes right because exactly. you didn't know that existed and so I, we're just trying to bring light, um, share the knowledge. You know, our team is a, is filled with it and, uh, you know, and share how the system works. So the, the consumer's more educated. We talk about it. The consumer's not educated. Well, let's do something about it, right? Like to share share the knowledge um, and, and educate people. I'm sure people didn't know about wine 
90 years ago, you know, or whatever. But now there's some real, like the knowledge on wine is so broad. Um, we can get people there in Canada's. Oh, exactly. And that's like kind of the whole purpose of this podcast and the channel that I do is to just kind of expand the way that people can enjoy it. Just yeah. open up. Well, this is a different way that you could check it out. And it might be the way that you absolutely love. Just go and try it out. See what happens. Worst thing you're yeah. going to do is you're going to find that you don't like it. Okay. Move yeah. on to something you do <laughs> like, right? Like, yeah, that's okay too, right? Like, I don't care. It doesn't really matter. Some people yeah. like drinking. Some people don't. It's a, it's your prerogative, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's why we're moving distinct and fun, fun products, quality products. Um, you know, packaging is, is an interesting topic. Um, there's so many regulation stuff that people don't know about and we want to continue bringing that education and, um, and, and sharing the love for cannabis. Oh, exactly. And the, the, the job that the BC craft is doing, bringing like smaller growers out is they've, I've been impressed with the quality of the uh, growers they've worked with. Like you guys, J buds, like there's been some ridiculous strains well, through those, those tins. And I was impressed with, with you a look lot at of that the craft. Lineup. You look at that lineup at BC black and there's, you know, uh, smokers farms, there's, um, you know, Hawaiian buds, no pineapple buds, uh, you know, us, um, God, there's so many, right. Oh. And everyone is bringing fire. And oh, exactly. I went on a 30, a 30 retail store tour and the best products. And I bought, well, I went to 30 stores. I bought something at every store. Um, every product we got, uh, from that lineup of joint venture is fire. Oh, you can't go wrong. It's, it's crazy. And then I would do some other big boys, public companies to be like, okay, package date. I had one April 21st, 2021. Like that was terrible. And That's at some rough. point it might've been, and at some point it might've been some good weed. Right. Yeah. But it was dry. It was crumbly. It was muted. You know, it was no the terpenes of had gone right, so it was it was just disappointing. But the stuff that joint venture, those companies, watch out! It's just well, fire after fire. Well, and the the tin packaging is in and of itself a benefit because you don't have the moisture leaching that the plastic does, and yeah. you protect the buds that the mylar bags don't do. So it's that yeah, kind of the best of the both both worlds with still a light and well-designed yeah. package. It is, you know, and it really res, uh, preserves the, the terpenes. When you open that tin, it, it, you know, it, it explodes out of there, out of there. And um, everyone I've tried it is, and it's no comparison. Um, like jars are really great because it, it holds in, and but the tins, whew, boy, they're great. Yeah. The glass jars are really the only other comparison. And it's just because glass does well with curing and it, it's been involved yeah. with cannabis plant. It's kind of a, it's one of the staples, right? And the tin is almost kind of the other side of that staple where it provides a, a different kind of end result because I find the glass jars work a little bit better with more of those hardier, richer tones where they kind of need to sit and linger in the base. But if it's fruity, yeah. sharper, the tins just, it, it explodes out of there, like you were saying. So it's almost yeah. like the strain does better with certain certain jarring and packaging, which makes sense because each strain does better with different growing techniques, with different yeah. amendments, with different environments. It's it's a plant. It's going to vary on what it likes. 
Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But right now, your cactus breath, how um, you got that in Alberta and BC as well? Yes, we have in Alberta, we have in BC, we have our uh, guava cool uh, in BC and Alberta now as well. So we got security cleared from AGLC for our company. Um, so now we can bring in new products through through joint venture. So that's been exciting. We got and we got listings for three vape categories, uh, all solventless products, flower rosin, hash rosin, live rosin coming out in early May. Um, and that'll be through NGC out of Ontario. They're bringing us to market. So, so that was huge. But I have found AGLC to be excellent to work with. They are extremely pro um, Alberta companies. So as soon as, you know, as soon as they saw our listings, they snatched up all three. We're three for three. So um, it makes me very hopeful. Although things take time, uh, you know, they are supportive and want to make it work and want to see companies succeed. That, and that's interesting because I have heard some companies say that AGLC is difficult to work with, but they weren't necessarily Alberta based. They were either yeah, a larger I, company you know, or they were yeah. craft outside of Alberta. And it, it, yeah. it makes sense if they want to try and keep, because within AGLC, we have a lot of Alberta cannabis. Like they really do strive to try and keep it yeah. in province, which I'm happy to see. I, I like smoking homegrown bud. And it makes yes. package dates better. It makes everything better for us. Everything better. Yeah. Um, the yeah. turnaround dates are so much less overall. And the fact that you guys can expand and bring like that guava cooler really has me interested to get my hands on. I'm definitely um, looking forward to try that. Cause I think the, the terpene profile for that one is going to be a little more my, my Your style reference where yeah. like it was good. I really enjoyed the cactus breath, but it just, it didn't hit with the intensity that I was expecting. And it's, it's terpene profiles, right? It's a good vibe, yeah, it but it just wasn't what my body wanted. Yeah. You know what it is? It's not, um, we didn't pick it to be the one, you know, because I would think cake and cookies and, and really fruity stuff is popular right now. Um, the cheese gas, um, you know, that profile is not for everybody, but we just picked it because it was like, do we need a, a you know, a point guard. No, we already have a super point guard, but this is so good. You pick the best uh, cultivar that you have. Yeah. And that was what we had on hand at the time um, because we knew it was a quad, but it wasn't for everybody. Yeah. Like great flavor. I love the the smoke of it. And it's just yeah, like there, there's just sometimes where you're enjoying a strain more so for the flavor and the enjoyment of it versus the yeah. actual high. And that's, that's where that yeah. cactus breath sat in for me. And I'm hoping the guava cooler leans a little little more to the high side because I'm finding those guava strains can on the actual plant-based experience tend to hit those marks for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's right. It's good. It's got great numbers. It's a, it's a beautiful Indica. It's not for me. It's not my style, but (laughs) I think more people will like it because of profile. Yeah. And, and with that coming out, come early spring, beginning of summer it, it could do well i know just in our area we have a lot of people who look for that body bake but they want the fruity yeah. taste in the summer so that if it's if it's rich it's gonna do well oh good well that's great i'm excited to hear hear the you know so we're, we're pumped about it it's something that uh you know cactus breath was something from our roots and nelson 
and we took into the legal market and it's uh it's it's been great um guava cooler something that we pheno hunted ourselves so it's kind of got a soft spot in our hearts as well but um with that we got new stuff on the coming up which we're excited about and, and you got to keep it fresh right and and keep it exciting with different stuff coming up yeah absolutely um the cartridges that you were talking about those are half gram or full gram options are you it's it, they're half gram options, um, high, you know, premium product, it, you know, it's going to be in the high end, uh, you know, it's really for a connoisseur. It's, it's really full spectrum, natural, organic product. So, um, and made with love and, and hard work. It's, you know, solventless hard. That's why you don't see many people doing it. Oh, exactly. And especially when you get into getting it into the cartridges, because it's a little bit extra work getting that curing done so it flows properly through there isn't it yeah like, just like <laughs> i've just started pressing my own rosin and realizing <laughs> the different consistencies that i get just from the cold cure and whipping it is i i, yeah. I now understand the hustle that it yeah it's, it's gonna and, be to be and, a top quality rosin press or just hashier right yeah and, and every cultivar is different too right like how they react out in post-processing so it's, you got to really do your homework and which requires time. And we were lucky. Guava is also a spectacular solventless cultivar. And, and that particular phenotype we're using is really great. And it's real tropical fruit coming out of there on the, nice. on the ros, hash rosin, live rosin side. So we're really pumped. It's beautiful smoke. It's, you know, it's full spectrum, whatever is in that flowers in that rosin. Um, so we're, we're, it's a, and it's a different product. It's a, you know, convenience product. So yeah, yeah, we're pumped. That'll be good. Yeah. With, with the combination of those carts, you're going to get a, well, there's a huge, I know around my area, there's a huge draw towards that live resin and rosin type cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> and it's mainly yep. because it's the people who can't smoke weed, but they want the flower. Like they, they just, they're at work. They can't have the flower, but they need that type of a high. Sure. That's all and they go shit. towards. That's all they go towards. They, they've tried the distillate and they're like, it's, it doesn't do anything for me. It's like, well, I can kind no, of, understand. you've been smoking flower for 20 years. You need the flower based yeah. high. <laughs> yeah. You need the combination of the two. Like THC is such a linear experience. Um, it's, it's not really comparable. It's distillate is distillate and, it's in rosin is rosin and resin similar to, you know, rosin, but it's, you know, just so it's the worst. So yeah, it's, it's, I don't even know if it'll exist in the market in you know, a year. Cause that's yeah. how I feel. Desolate is almost that um, cost effective kind of it's, it almost, to me, it looks like it's a, it's a good way to spread your money so that you can smoke the heavy enjoyed um, the better tasting bud. And then you can use the distillate to just kind of maintain that high that you have. That's yeah, I guess yeah. for people on a budget, it's a it's, method to be able to enjoy it. Yeah. Best 100%. way to do it. Absolutely not. But it's a method that can be used. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think uh, there's going to be some really great products coming out. That'll be cost effective to yeah. replace distillate with the full spectrum option. I want, and that is definitely where we should be headed. And that's going to be huge. And we see um, a large a range of full spectrum or even just um, isolated uh, cannabinoid based experiences like Northbound has their CBN 
and that I hear they're yep. doing CBN and CBD cross stuff like that is going to almost find more of a unique place because it's such a specific use. Yeah. yeah and we're exactly having people right. come in and ask for that. So yeah. I, I think you're, you're in the right kind of mind frame where it's going to be moving away from distillate, but maybe with those CBN, CB, D carriers, those are using distillate as a carrier because it's a little easier to isolate the individual molecule, but it's the yeah. actual. We we did finish another, Patrick Rasmussen, our um, ex- director of uh, extraction, he put an article together, the difference between rosin and resin, and it's on our website, but um, he really looks at it fascinating way. He really explains it well. Um, and we're going to have another article about distillate and what you know what it takes to make distillate um but cool reads different perspective he said you know it's uh it's you learn a lot i think anyone reads that article is is improved increased their knowledge base of extraction yeah i'll definitely have to check those out and i'll make sure to link all three of those articles that we're talking about underneath this uh this video on the podcast so anybody can go yeah check that'd be that'd be great that'd be great yeah so yeah what um how long have you been involved with cannabis so, um, I've been, <laughs> my first experience with cannabis is just over five years ago. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really new to it, uh, in comparison to a lot of other smokers, but I was in EMS prior to this and okay. I ended up being injured on the job. We had, um, accident while transporting a patient on the highway. So yeah. I have some, long-standing nerve and uh, soft tissue injuries in my back from that oh, accident okay. and then the mental health on top of it. Got it. I started smoking cannabis after the accident and I found almost immediate relief for like in the sense that I was looking for because I got, I was put on like morphine tablets right after the accident. And like, it was, it was not very good. Um, yeah. Within 10 days, I ended up coming back up to Slave Lake because I was living a little bit south of Lloyd for work. Came back up. My younger brother was who introduced me to weed, funny enough. Um, went over, smoked with him, and it gave me the relief that I wanted. It gave me enough of a relief in my back to where it's like, oh, I'm hurt, but yeah. it's not going to ruin my day. I can go and I know that I can't go and play soccer with or go and run around but i can sit down and enjoy visiting with people while they're doing it i can go and walk the field and and kind of work the muscles and regain some of the strength so it just it gave me that i know i'm hurt i need to watch myself but it gives me enough of a release so i could just go on with my life yeah and with that i started smoking i got able to move i got a little bit better with just some confidence with it and it just really helped me rebuild myself and then since then i've dropped like literally half of my body weight um and working wow. out and getting in shape and it just like i've completely transitioned my life since cannabis and it's been nothing but a major improvement overall that's that's a great story yeah like it's yeah. it's been five years in in growth but it's getting to a pretty fun place now that's great that's great 